Welcome to the Mount Rushmore State of Health. I'm Samantha Martz, and today's episode is on SD Biotech with Joni Ekstrom. Joni serves as Executive Director of South Dakota Biotech, overseeing its advocacy, communication, education, and membership services, and representing more than 60 companies in industries spanning from agriculture to medical services and renewable fuels. Since assuming this role in 2012, Joni has grown its membership and increased gross profit while maintaining and expanding membership benefits. Her collaborative approach has provided connections for networking and led to career, new business, and partnering opportunities for both members and individuals. Joni previously served as administrator of POET's Political Action Committee. She also is a veteran of many statewide political campaigns. Joni, it's great to have you here. Thank you for coming in. Thanks for having me. Before joining the MPH program at USD and studying what some of the great things that our state does and what kind of programs are out there and the kind of work that people are looking to provide to South Dakota, I didn't really know what SD Biotech was. And, you know, even though I had seen the logo a few places, I think there's one at the Denny, like they're around, you know, but um, it seems to me like South Dakota Biotech really does great work. Um, So to start out, I was wondering if you could just talk a little bit about what it means to be a member of SD Biotech and the benefits of partnering with the organization. That's a great question. Not many people ask. So thank you for that question, Samantha. I'm serious. So South Dakota Biotech members, we talk about all the time with our board, what's their value? Why are they part of our membership? Because it's a, we're a nonprofit association, and so we're funded mostly through membership dues and a few other partnerships we have with suppliers for our, our biotech companies. But but why would they join us? So we we survey them a lot. We go meet with them and interview with them and see what can we do to help. So if you'll notice, our tagline is connect, collaborate, and innovate. And really, that's what we do. A lot of times, our biotech companies might need help with funding or workforce development or um, access to capital could be, uh, hey, we need someone to help us with this piece of equipment. Do you know anyone that would be able to help us with that? So um, we just go out and meet people and try to connect them with what they need because they don't know where to turn half the time. So my job is really to go out and talk to a whole lot of people that are both in the biotech industry and that service the biotech industry to make sure that our biotech companies in South Dakota are successful. And not all South Dakota biotech members are from South Dakota. We have a handful of them that are from the neighboring states, um, Minnesota, and um, a little bit into Iowa. And that's because a lot of our industry is the same. And mm-hmm. so they want to work with our partners, or maybe they use SDSU students or USD or Augie students um, that they want to have access to. So we really try to have a broad range of folks that we can connect our members to so they want to be part of that group. Well, I really think that that's great, having these great partnerships and expanding these. It's such a hard part of making differences, especially within such a rural state like South Dakota. And, you know, to go back, you talked a little bit how SD Biotech is a nonprofit. 
Um, can you talk a little bit about what it means to be a nonprofit as an organization that, you know, is aiming to tighten these connections and expand our bio-based economy? Sure. Most people think of nonprofits like the American Cancer Society and the American Heart Association, that kind of thing, United Way. We do have a 501c3, which is like those groups, but mostly we have a 501c6, which is a trade association. So we're one of 48 states, I think there's 48, under National Bio's umbrella. So really we have access to uh, uh, biotech companies from Boston, Cambridge, Massachusetts, to San Francisco or San Diego, California. So it really is a big asset for our companies to know that we can, I can reach out to Cambridge and say, hey, we've got this super interesting company that I think some of these biopharmaceutical um, giants might be interested in the R&D they're working with. We can try to connect them that way even. So I, I think it's really um a hidden secret kind of of <laughs> the breadth that we have. And that's one thing we're working on. In fact, our strategic plan goals from last year was to increase our uh, visibility and breadth across the state. Um, biotech in South Dakota, people know about it kind of. <laughs> They're not sure what it is or what it does. And that's fair. Honestly, mm -hmm. it's a growing industry here. There's not a lot of biotech companies here, but the ones that there are are pretty awesome. So if you go into Minnesota, Minneapolis even, or um, certainly in Boston or, or Chicago, they'll know who, who we are, right? So I think we're a little bit behind the eight ball trying to get our name out there to folks, um, not just in the biotech industry, but students as well on our membership or many of the universities in our state. And that's really to help connect um, students in internships or students in careers or um, really exposing them to what is the career path of the biotech professional. Like, what does that look like? There are so many options out yeah. there. And like, even with public health, it was something that I never even heard about until Augie added a new minor my junior year. So, right. Yeah, it's hard to know, honestly. Like, I'm glad I'm not a student these days because I wouldn't know what to do. I, I mean, it took me many years until I was in my 40s to figure out what on earth I even wanted to do. So hopefully people give themselves some grace as they navigate through this time. But it, it's hard. And so hopefully if we can give students tours of facility, let them talk to scientists um, that they're interested, let them shadow, provide them some opportunities, um, I think thankful has been helpful for them. And you kind of talked about those words biotech, you know, I, it makes me think of technology and advancements in our biological resources in a way that helps preserve our environment, but gives back and creates opportunities in South Dakota. Um, do you think that you could give an example of some of the ways that South Dakota biotech encourages sustainability um, between the economy and the environment. Uh, a lot of our companies are doing that and that's very important. That's really what biotech is, is using cells to, to of living cells that come naturally in nature to uh, advance technology and to advance science. Um, I think one of our exciting projects that's coming to South Dakota is a, a plant called Jivo and what they're making um, diesel fuel out of corn 
and they have contract, I should say jet diesel fuel out of corn. And they are going to be locating um, just between um, DeSmit and Brookings by like Preston area. And uh, that's a pretty big project and they are a net zero plant. And so they are working with the farmers in the area that will be dropping off their grain for them to make their um, jet fuel. Uh, to get their uh, carbon inputs down, so wow. so they can they can incent them that way um, and in the right way by also building out their plant so that they don't have very many emissions either that they can lower their footprint. So it's that's a very um, um, hot topic these mm-hmm. days is lowering the carbon footprint um, and making it uh, you know. Um, products that we make more sustainable and they're taking it to the next level as well as many of our companies um, especially in the biofuels area they're really working with with that that's very important to them so well awesome you know i saw the list of um, companies that were members on your website and i remember just seeing even the schools and how many projects that they must have going on with research and how they can get connected with other people through south dakota biotech so I think it's a great way to just bring people together and really figure out a way to make those connections, especially like we talked about in South Dakota, where we are so agriculture based. And um, yeah, I just think that a lot of those things going on are really great. Um, The website, you know, lists some of the issues the organization tries to take on. Um, Those include advocacy for policies and bills cost-saving programs, and forums for education, which we kind of talked about um, in South Dakota, where we do have this huge rural and agriculture-based population. I'm curious if you can give some examples as to current projects that the organization might be doing to help our advance our state, you know, in terms of policies, bills here in South Dakota. A couple things that that we're working on. Um, First, we do events monthly, and our event this morning actually was on policy and advocacy. Um, We have uh, usually once a month or uh, several, we try to alternate uh, mixers and these bio breakfasts that we call uh, for education, which we had this morning. Senator Casey Crabtree, who's a majority leader in the state Senate, and our lobbyist Drew Duncan talked about the legislative session this year and gave an update on that and really gave an overview on how do we work with the legislature? What do we do? Um, gave, gave hints and tricks from the legislative standpoint as a legislature. What do they need from us? And then from a lobbyist, how does a lobbyist work with the legislators? So it was really interesting. Um, I was pleased to see the uh, turnout that we had today and the interest that they had. And this is very important for, for us to make sure that we're talking to our uh, lawmakers because they need to understand this industry in order to make laws, right? So uh, it's a complex industry to understand. And as it's growing, people don't always understand that. So we're we're very thankful we have Drew Duncan as our lobbyist and peer for us through the entire session. The things he worked on and the wins that we found this year, 
might not even have anything to do with biotech necessarily. They might have to do with housing, affordable housing, and they might have to do with taxes, um, uh, the unemployment credit, the food costs, um, all of those things, right? So sure. it's not just related to biotech. It's attracting workers to come here and to stay here and making it pleasant and affordable for them to do so. But we do have issues that we work on um, this year in particular. Um, it we have uh, Dakota State University, South Dakota State University, and U- University of South Dakota all have projects that they are uh, working on building facilities. And guess what? The costs have increased exponentially, right? So for they, everything. For everywhere. everything. It's crazy, right? <laughs> yeah. So they um, had the money previously last year appropriated to them, but they fell short. So then we had to go back to the legislator this year and just say, hey, we need another three to five million dollars, whatever it was for that project to get those facilities up and going, because what those facilities will do is hopefully be economic engines for our state mm-hmm. and not only give a chance for our students and faculty and industries to do research and development, but hopefully start some companies out of that as it's well. It's the future workforce. Yeah. I mean, that yes. is what they build, really. Mm-hmm. So so that's, yeah. that's one thing. Another thing that we've done... Um, it goes in tandem with this is, is we feel there are um, a couple of different ways to, to grow economic development in our state. One is to grow it within and to help startups. And then other is to recruit companies here. For us, we've found it's a lot easier to start up from within, especially in the biotech industry, because people are like, wait a minute, do you have what we need here? We're getting there, but you know, it's it's easier to work with those universities and those um, inventors to you know hopefully get, have them start a business. So we applied two years ago for a, um, a U.S. Um, SBA Small Business uh, Association grant. Um, it's called the FAST grant, and we we got that. We're actually about to apply for our third year. It's a small grant. It's $125,000 each year. Wow. But what we do is we invite um, entrepreneurs of tech-based scalable companies to apply, and they can receive $1,500, up to $1,500 for customer discovery activity. Most entrepreneurs think they have the best, coolest product that no one else possibly could have thought of. And we're saying, okay, maybe, uh, but here's $1,500. And we put them through trainings and we hold their hand along this way and say, you need to go talk to people and see if this is really um, worth it and it will work. Then talk to the end user, see what their pain points are. Um, what, what do you wish you had that you didn't have? Don't ask, hey, do you like this, right? We, we coach them not to sell their product, but really to learn so they can perhaps change their product to meet the needs of the consumer. And once they go through that, they can then apply for up to $10,000 to implement their business plan. So maybe they need to prototype something. Maybe they need to build out a website. Um, maybe they need you know, expertise or a piece of equipment, whatever it is. So they can, they can get you know, those dollars. Um, and we have a really great team that advises these entrepreneurs. Um, and we partner with Dakota State University, Catherine Coda, who runs their, um, as a director of their entrepreneurial, st- uh, Paulson Entrepreneurial um, Center. And she really um, works with them one-on-one mentoring and, and helps them. And we have some other advisors as well. So we're really proud of that program. It's been very successful. We partnered with the South Dakota Giant uh, Vision Competition with the South Dakota Chamber. And uh, applicants either need to be applying 
applying for federal funds through SBIR or STTR or apply to the governor's giant vision. And last year, um, both winners of the student and the business plan went through our program. In fact, I think seven of the nine students and five of the six business plan went through our program and, and we're, we're pretty proud. So hopefully those companies can make it yeah. and that we can continue on with this process. We anticipate to continue on um, doing this for several years to try to give them a leg up to help companies become successful here in our state. And I think when other people think of South Dakota, you know, if you're not from here, you know, entrepreneurship isn't something that you might think of right away um, just because it's a small state. We don't have a huge population, so it's hard for those things to kind of kick off and having, you know, this background of how to get through that, how to get started, where to look. I think that that could be really great. It has been, so... I was also kind of hoping that you could, you know, you talked a little bit earlier about events and what kinds of events that you do for your organizations, what kinds of things that you put on. I was wondering if you could give a few examples of things that your organizations might get to be a part of. Sure. Um, We have quarterly board meetings followed by a quarterly mixer (laughs) because it gives an opportunity for the... um, the the industry as a whole in the business community, whichever community that we're in to get to know each other and why not have a glass of wine while you're doing that, right? Or a Mm -hmm. beer. It it calms people a little bit. It makes people want to come to these and and get together and visit. We also, we hold those at our member locations. Not everyone has access to those. Poet, for example, beautiful facility. You kind of have to know someone to get in there, right? So if we hold a mixer there, then they invite a lot of their, uh, staff to the mixer. We have our board members um, also there. And and that's a great opportunity for students, for example, to come in and maybe have a chance to talk to some of those industry professionals or the business um, world that might want to have access to those folks. But we usually have around 70 people at our mixers. So those have been um, incredibly popular. So we have at least four of those a year. We, we sprinkle a few in between there as well. Um, in addition, we have the bio breakfast series. Like I said, we had this morning. Um, that's really a value add that we have for our member companies, uh, for our service providers, so that they can have a chance to talk to our industry professionals about what they do and maybe provide some education to them. Um, so if it's a patent attorney law firm. Let them come talk to people about when should you get a patent? Uh, when, how, how does it work? What, where do you begin the process? When do you, should you spend the money? Not that kind of thing. Who do you talk to? Who do you talk to? All of that, right? So we have, and then we've had even insurance companies that talk about risk mitigation. And if you go into a partnership with someone, because a lot of these startup companies have partnerships, what to do and what not to do, right? So those are more of our educational type um a series and we have those almost monthly. So at least every month we have a mixer or a bio breakfast on the books and we try to piggyback that off. Some some mixers we might have that our events or other um, companies are doing or other researchers are doing. So there's a great way to get to meet the biotech industry. People show up for them and and We'd love to have it be broader than just the same usual suspects yeah. that we have. Well, it'll so keep growing. It will. It has. Yeah. So. Well, that's really all I had for you for today. Um, unless you have any final thoughts or things that you want to share, any questions for me? 
I, I just appreciate the chance to talk with you about this and to hopefully get in front of a different audience. And I just encourage people to go to our website, www.sdbio.org. Um, we have social media accounts on LinkedIn, um, Twitter, Facebook, and we're I have actually have an Augie intern right now who's doing amazing work getting our Instagram page. Those Augie better. They're the best, aren't they? <laughs> They're awesome. <laughs> She's doing a great job for us, and we she just started. But we're you'll notice some changes on our Instagram page because I it's not my expertise. But uh, we're we're but that's at least an opportunity for you to get to know us a little bit and kind of learn from our our companies and what they're doing. So come check us out. Give me a call anytime. I'd love to talk to anybody about this. My final question for you is. You know, if somebody wants to apply or become a part of this membership, say, for example, a one person podcast business, Mm -hmm. (laughs) self-owned, you know, self-run, how do you go about joining? And, you know, is there an application? Is there a process to get started? Yeah, there's an application on our website, but I encourage people first to get to know us because if it, it only... It has to make sense, basically, right, for people to join our membership. Um, I'm not into sales, but I'm into relationships. So if someone needs help and we can provide them help for whatever that is that they need, they should. That it's a great opportunity for them to join our membership. If not, we're going to help them anyway, just in a different way, right? But yeah, uh, our membership application is online. Okay, well, thank you. That's great information, and it's been great having you here. I'm really grateful that we finally got this recorded. I know it's been kind of a challenge, but um, it's just been great having you. And it was really fun and interesting to learn about South Dakota Biotech. So thank you for being here today. Thanks, Samantha. This is great. I'm going to tune into all of your episodes. I can't wait to learn more from the people you're talking to. Oh, good. Well, it's great to meet you. So thank you very much. Thank you.